0: Hey, I wanted to say thank you to everyone who came and checked out the podcast for my launch day. I really appreciate all the support. And I just love hearing your comments and um, understanding how the podcast might be helping you and ways that I can improve it. So your support is greatly appreciated. Um, Leaving comments, reviews, ratings, it's really, really awesome to see and if you haven't, please do so. I would love to get your feedback. So now I'm going to transition into releasing episodes on a weekly basis, and my plan is to do Fridays. We can call it Fitness Formula Friday. That's pretty good, huh? I just came up with that on the spot, no joking. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm pretty impressed with myself there. And For those of you who are unhappy that this was only released on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, I'm planning to, in the very near future, have the podcast launched on other platforms. It may be available on other platforms right now as you're listening to this. I'm not sure of the timing of it based on when I'm recording this. And by the time that I submit the podcast to other outlets, I'm not sure if it will be available for the release of this episode or not Uh, you can check but uh, definitely by next week's episode it'll be ready on your favorite listening platform in this episode I talked to Emily Kaufman a retired D1 athlete who educates and empowers girls to take control of their health she saw the way that many people especially young girls were struggling with their health and fitness and was just tired of them feeling like they had to endure strict diets and workout plans in order to reach their health and fitness goals. So she launched her own podcast, kind of like me. Hers is called Girls Gone Healthy. It helps overwhelmed girls figure out where to start when it comes to getting in shape, feeling more confident, and eating right, and doing it in a healthy, sustainable way. We talked about all kinds of things, uh, especially what it's like to be an ex-college athlete, and the importance of getting as well as giving support during your health journey.
1: Hey, what if I told you I have the secret Get Fit Quick Formula? Well, I'd be lying. See, there isn't a one-size-fits-all magic potion, and fitness isn't something obtained overnight. I learned that the hard way. Through many failed experiments, I've ended up on all sides of the scale, from overweight to underweight to now my ideal weight. I've been where you are took a while, but I finally discovered there is a simple formula. It's reliable and sustainable. and can be tailored to your individual genetics and goals. It's not a shortcut, but knowing about it is. This show is meant to guide you along your health journey. By listening to the stories of health and fitness professionals, you will learn the principles and habits that can lead you to long-term health. I'm Teddy Benz, and I want to help you craft your fitness formula.
0: Hi, Emily. How are you?
2: Doing well, Teddy. How are you?
0: I'm good. Good. Um, Thank you so much for joining me.
2: Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I love your podcast. I'm really happy that I get to, you know, speak with you about it now.
0: Awesome. I'm excited for this too. Uh, So can we start off by just uh, getting to learn a little bit about you, um, your experience as a D1 athlete and how your relationship with health has changed uh, before, during and after that experience?
2: Yeah, so I guess it kind of starts with me being an athlete in college. I was a Division 1 coxswain for the rowing team. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a small person that sits in the back of the boat. So I'm not actually rowing, but I'm steering, I'm coaching, I'm instructing. And for that position, you have to be really small. You have to be 110 pounds. And I was this position from the age of 14 to the age of 22. So for seven to eight years, I had to be this one weight. And at first, It was fine, you know, I'm naturally small, I'm really short. But then, you know, I was maturing, I was going through college, I was putting on weight. And for the final two years that I was an athlete, I just struggled with my weight so much. So at first, I was, you know, just adding in a little bit more cardio. I was watching what I ate a little bit more, you know, the standard things and you're watching your weight. And then, you know, I was trying just diet after diet. And by the end of my senior year, I was almost on like a fully liquid diet of just protein shakes because it was the easiest thing to count calorie-wise. I still wasn't losing weight. I couldn't determine why, and I felt like absolute shit because I just wasn't feeling my body. And so once I graduated, I was like, that's it. Like being healthy is so hard. Like I can't lose this weight. I'm giving up. So I didn't join a gym, didn't do anything. And when I took that year off, I kind of started to realize all the ways that I messed up, right? I had so associated that number on the scale, which I needed to hit it for my position, but there was no reason that I needed to hit that health-wise. And so I was actually doing such unhealthy things to get there that I kind of had this fresh slate again. I was like, okay, I actually want to live a healthier lifestyle now. I want to go at it the right ways. And so now You know, I'm in group fitness doing activities that I really enjoy, but I still see just so much bad information out there. Of everyone's like, oh, these quick weight loss diets. I'm going to try these detoxes. I'm going to do these cleanses. And so that really got me into starting Girls Gone Healthy, which is kind of how we connected which I'm just trying to simplify fitness for everyone. I think it's something simple. Healthy can be simple that is achievable for anyone. And I think that right now there's just a lot of barriers and bad information out there that a lot of people can get sucked into.
0: Mm -hmm. And uh, in there, you mentioned that you had a... um maybe a misconception of what it means to be healthy. You you set some goal of being a particular weight. And I think a lot of people go into their health journey uh, thinking, I need to lose weight. And that's like the answer to it all. But there's a lot more that goes into it. I guess I want to talk about the meaning of your podcast, Girls Gone Healthy, name like what does healthy mean to you
2: so the definition to me is healthy is having the education and also kind of the empowerment that it's your choice so healthy is a balance of everything right it's not even just physical health it's also what you're eating it's how you're sleeping It's your mental health. And so I think that when we're educated with our different choices, is when we can start to live a healthier lifestyle. Because I knew when I was starting to learn about how to eat better, I was like, okay, I need to have this chicken and broccoli, and my chicken can't be seasoned, and I can't eat any carbs, right? And that wasn't a healthy balance mentally because I was just restricting myself. And so for me, healthy is knowing the different consequences of your choices and then just having that balance in between.
0: And so how do you create that balance? How do you prioritize having a whole nutritious diet and getting in exercise, but also um, balancing enjoyment with that
2: yeah so that's definitely you know a really hard question and it's something that i don't have figured out completely but that we're always trying to work towards right you're always trying to improve yourself and i think that a really good way to start is start with what you enjoy a lot of time when we go into this healthier lifestyle we almost feel like we're forced into it oh i have to go to the gym oh i have to order the salad for lunch and there are such easier ways that you can enjoy and that's how it will stick. So find the exercise that you enjoy doing and then you'll want to do it more. You won't be forcing yourself to wake up or you won't be forcing yourself to go for the run if you're doing the exercise that you want. And same thing with nutrition too. I think that'll a lot of times we kind of miss the big building blocks of we don't have to restrict ourselves from everything we want, right? We don't have to take away pizza completely or burgers completely, but what can we add in to our nutrition? And so just making those simple changes, I think, is how we can start to balance out the less nutrition, the less, you know, healthy versions of ourselves with trying to improve our lives at the same time.
0: Could you give some examples of how you've done that in your own life? Gone from um, thinking that you need to eat just plain chicken and broccoli to um, maybe being a bit more free with how you eat?
2: Yeah. So, this is something that is what I struggled with in college when I was trying to lose weight. So, I would go to the nutritionist and be like, okay, what do I have to cut out? And she'd be like, okay, you have to cut out these desserts. You have to cut out alcohol, right? She's telling me as I'm 21 um, and in college, um, you have to cut out all these things. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. So starting Monday, I'd feel so ambitious and I'd be really well with my eating plan Monday through Friday. And then I'd come to Friday and I'm like, that was so much effort That was so unsatisfying, right? Like you're not going to see changes to the scale that quickly, but I had wanted to. And then for the weekend, I would just binge and indulge on all these things that I was cutting out, right? And that's how you get in a really bad cycle of you're never going to actually improve because you're leaning way too far in one direction. You're trying to cut out way too much, like way too quickly. (laughs) And you're not going to see the results that way. Whereas if you just look at what you're already doing. Where are the places for little improvements, right? How can you start adding in a little bit more vegetables here and there? How can you supplement with more high dense nutrition food? That's where you know, it's not going to be a switch. There's not going to be one day that you can point to and be like, that was the day that I became healthy, right? And I think that's kind of the misconception that we have with health is we think that it's going to be this huge transformation. And that's actually how you're just going to see those quick results and then quickly fall off. So I think that if you incorporate into what you're already doing, that's how it can stick into your life.
0: And I think you made an important distinction there that uh, you shouldn't be restricting yourself that can lead to an unhealthy relationship with food instead you should be looking to improve where you from where you are now and it doesn't have to as you say be an overnight thing it can happen gradually over time it should be something that you're looking to do long term like even um, people like you and me and other people uh, in the health industry who have a pretty good relationship with uh, their exercise and food like we should be looking to improve ourselves gradually even though someone just starting out might think oh that person has it completely figured out the truth is that most people don't and can improve in some ways like personally for myself I think I could be uh, getting a lot better sleep that's one area I know I need to improve in Um, are there any areas for you currently that you think you could improve in
2: Yeah, so personally, what I'm working on is trying to fit in in three meals per day, especially with, you know, being at home all the time, I find myself snacking so much more because it's just so convenient. And so it'll come to be lunchtime or dinner time. I'll be like, I'm not even hungry, I feel like I've just been eating all day. So you know, it's just simple things like that, like having meals or for you sleeping that you're like, wow, this is going to impact my health the most that beginners going into it are you like, oh, that won't even matter, right? It's all about restriction, calories, like eating the least amount of calories I can.
0: And while being in a calorie deficit is important for weight loss, that shouldn't be your main focus. I I think it's very important for people to look at their health holistically, not to um, focus on any one particular area too much. Look for a very Balanced improvement of your health.
2: Exactly. It really is so holistically because even, you know, if you were just focusing on your physical health and that was top notch, it's like, okay, well, you can't then sacrifice your mental health to get there. I think that it definitely is an all around experience.
0: Right. Speaking of that, we've been talking a lot uh, about um, nutrition. I'd like to kind of move over to the exercise side of things. Uh, You mentioned that you um, have been doing group training. Could you tell us a little bit about that and what that entails?
2: Yeah. So once I graduated and I no longer had that team atmosphere, I had tried going to the gym a few times and I always felt so out of place. I was like, I used to be a division one athlete and now I don't even know what half of these machines are. I don't even know how to create a workout plan for myself. And it was really intimidating. And then I started finding group fitness and that brought the energy of having a team back. And that's how I really enjoy exercising. And now that's the only type of exercise I'll do is when I go into these classes where someone else is instructing me, I get to feed off the energy of everyone else. I have a community. And then it also really holds me accountable because I can't just like get off the bike and like walk across the room and get get off like in the middle. So I think that for me, once I found group fitness and I found it as something that I really enjoyed – I was like, okay, I'm not gonna keep forcing myself to do these gym workouts if that's not what's bringing me joy. Then I'll just keep dreading it.
0: Mm, I think that um, having some kind of support system in place on your um, fitness journey is an important thing. That that might come in a lot of different ways. Like for me personally, it was um, like watching YouTube videos and like doing like follow along workouts. When I was uh, first starting out, I would um, look up videos on YouTube and just do what the Guy in the video was doing it was kind of like having a friend there pushing me to keep going for someone that might be just a personal trainer in in person or in your case with an entire group like a team everyone there to kind of like have your back and you have theirs and it's it's neat to see all the different ways that you can um, come together with other people and um, get that support.
2: Yeah. Cause that's so important too. I think that a lot of people feel like their fitness journey is so lonely because it's something that we don't talk about a lot because you'll either get like unsolicited advice from friends and family. That's just usually wrong or it'll be like your friends of, Oh, you don't need to do that. You don't need to go to the gym all the time. Stop doing that. And so it's hard to have an actual conversation about it. Whereas, you know, if you are watching the videos, you're working with the trainer, you're in a class, just having that support, it's huge. And it makes you it feel a lot more
0: doable. Mm-hmm. And uh, something you mentioned in there made me think of kind of an unfortunate reality that um, a lot of people may face um, with, I guess, their friends and family. And um, many times, the ones who are close to you if they don't have a healthy relationship with food and exercise might um, try to kind of hold you back and almost be like a I guess like a roadblock for you not like out of any kind of malicious intent but more kind of like to make themselves feel better that you they see you improving and they're they might feel bad about themselves and maybe not want you to succeed because it makes them feel bad. Um, so I think that as you are going through your health and fitness journey and you are learning from other sources, from a gym partner or from a YouTuber or from podcasts to share what you learn with, um, the people around you who might not be as far as you are in your journey, because I think wherever you are in your fitness journey, you can always help out the person who is lagging a little behind you. Like right now, I feel like I am not an expert, but I am at a point where I'm able to help people who are right around the beginning stages of their health journeys. And I think people who are at the beginning can help people who haven't even started yet. And I think it's important to not only look for support from other people, but to also support um, people as you go.
2: Exactly, And like this podcast, too, you know, people listening to you, that can be their way of support, even if it isn't in a two-way conversation, even if you guys don't know each other personally, I think just absorbing whatever information you can, that could be supportive to you.
0: And uh, speaking of podcasts, I think they can be a really great tool, some kind of motivation just to get you going in your fitness journey. Um, Maybe you don't want to jump right into doing intense workouts, but a really great way to just get in the mindset of doing something active every day I think is walking I think if everyone were to just go for a walk every day that would greatly improve the health of a lot of people and I think podcasts or or just music whatever you prefer but um, I think podcasts especially because they are mentally stimulating um, are a great way um, you, you can think oh great I'm gonna get to listen to this podcast I love while um, exercising, and it won't even really feel like exercise necessarily, If especially if you're walking and doing something that's uh, less intense.
2: Yeah, you're exercising, you're learning, you're fitting it all in together.
0: Right, it's that perfect balance. You're exercising yourself physically and mentally.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: While we are on the subject of podcasts, could you tell us a little bit about yours and how you got started with it?
2: Yeah, so mine is called Girls Gone Healthy, and It's also just talking about how to make fitness and health more enjoyable, more fun, because I feel like a lot of information out there, you know, if you are a beginner and you're searching nutrition advice, it can get really deep into the weeds of, do you have this much vitamin B12? Do you need to increase this? Like, what are your labs saying? And it can be so intimidating, or you also feel like almost like analysis by paralysis, like you're just like, I don't even know where to start. And we can make it a lot more simple and a lot more doable. Like you never have to get to that level. I will never be someone who's super intense about my nutrition. I just, you know, like to make those simple changes on how I can improve. And so that's how I got the idea for mine was just talking to people who were similar to myself. And then, you know, kind of how we mentioned just helping the person that's just one step behind you even. A lot of people know that they should be going to the gym or they should be working out, they should be exercising, but they don't. And so, okay, how can you get them to go, right? It's not going to be telling them, this is how to do the perfect bench press. This is how to do the perfect squat. No, it's giving them that motivation and empowerment of you can do this and it's attainable for you too.
0: I'm sure that road goes both way with your um, podcast while you are helping um, educate other people. I have the guests that you've brought on um, kind of given you more insight into um, how you might approach your health.
2: Yeah, I've definitely been learning a bunch. But then also, I always like to know people's background in fitness. I'm like, how did you come across this? Because some people, you know, they've been athletes since they were in kindergarten. Others didn't find it until... After college, some of them it started as a weight loss journey, some it started as just an activity to have fun. And there's so many different ways that you can get started in exercise, that you can get started in fitness. And that I think that's what really makes me passionate about it. It makes me enjoy it, it's just all the different stories that I get to hear from it. And then it's also funny that you kind of talked about have you seen your own health improve? Because my parents they were the first listeners of the podcast, obviously. And my dad's like, it's so funny that you have a health podcast because I know what you eat every night for dinner. And like, you don't eat vegetables at every single meal, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, that's the point. Like, You don't have to be perfect to be striving for a healthy lifestyle or to be healthy. right? It is about that balance. So I thought that was even funny of the people that knew me. They even have kind of a disconnect from what health actually could be.
0: Right. And uh, you can always count on good old mom and dad to give you that support, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Number one supporters.
0: Yeah, that's a really interesting point and something that I realized in um, starting my podcast uh, just a week ago. Um, I've had a few people I know actually reach out to me and say that that, um, the podcast has helped them and that they'd like to learn more and I didn't even realize that they were struggling with those kind of problems. And that I, I guess it's kind of revealed to me that everyone can improve even, even people that you wouldn't expect.
2: Mm -hmm. And I think that when you do break it down too, then it's gives them much more manageable pieces of health, right? It's not like you have to tackle everything at once. It's like, okay, no, I could focus on being a little bit more consistent. I heard your podcast on that or, okay, I could track what I'm eating or, you know, there's, there's baby steps to do. It's not, you know, you have to deep dive into it and change every habit you have.
0: Yeah, definitely. Being open-minded to change is um, definitely a um, an important skill to have um, in your health, but also in life in general. Um, so I'd just like to end by asking you if you have um, any kind of advice that you would um, like to share with my listeners. It could be anything health related, like any kind of like little tidbit that you like to share with people.
2: I think that what helped me the most in my journey is making a mindset shift of why do you want to live a healthier lifestyle? Because you do have to be honest with yourself. Because some people say that they want to live healthier, but what they mean is they just want to drop five pounds as quickly as possible. and that. That's going to be such a different approach from people that actually want a healthier lifestyle to have more energy, to feel better, to gain self-esteem, to be more confident. Those are the type of people that I'd recommend, you know, start little, start being consistent, develop habits, right? Start as little as possible because this is something that you want to incorporate long term. Whereas if the goal is just a specific appearance or weight loss, something like that, I think has a completely different approach and that's why you have to go into it, knowing your why behind being healthier.
0: Yeah, definitely. Knowing why and focusing on lifelong health, I think is uh, an important thing and something that I and you and your podcast are uh, trying to get across. Um, So uh, if you'd like to take a moment to let the listeners know how they can uh, get in touch with you, uh, please do so.
2: Yeah. So my podcast is called Girls Gone Healthy, available anywhere you listen to podcasts. And then you can connect with me on Instagram. It's at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. I love keeping in touch there. I'm sharing my own personal fitness journey. So I look forward to connecting with you.
0: Great. So all of that will be down in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. Thank you again, Emily. It was a pleasure talking.
2: Thank you so much for having me. This was a great conversation and I love connecting with other people going through the same thing.
1: Hey, I wanted to say thank you so much for listening. I've set a goal of helping as many people as I can live happier, healthier lives, even if it is just in a small way that this podcast can provide. If you have found this episode valuable and if you haven't already, please consider subscribing as well as leaving a rating and review. It helps grow the show, which allows me to reach more people like you. Until next time, be well.